Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you to the On The Hour podcast. My name is AJ Kelly with an I. You can reach me on all the social media uh, platforms. Um, I'm everywhere. And if you want to email me with any show ideas, you want to come on the show and and shoot the breeze with us, you also welcome to do that. My email is going to be on the hour at myyahoo.com. All right, let's get into it, y'all. It's Women's History Month, right? That's awesome. So I think I have to just come on here and speak about women a little bit just to make sure we all taking care of our mental health. It's not easy, you know, um, taking care of your mental health because people going to test you and try you every day. So I just want to make sure you get some meditation in if you need to. Um, it's something that I'm starting to practice more and more. And that's serious. It, it, it's a real thing, uh, meditation, because, you know, meditation will take you from a 10 to a 2 easily. So that's just something that I've been implementing and it's been working. So I just wanted to pass that along to you guys. All right. But I also, um, wanted to just let you know that I'm going to be moving forward with this show and loading up episodes a lot more frequently. Um, the only reason why it has been less frequent is because I had to dump some of the shows, you know, sometimes, when people just aren't who they say they are and then you get them on the show or, you know, you get to interview them and all of a sudden you realize that this is not what it is. So, some, you know, I had to dump two shows. One show just didn't come out that great because we did a phone interview and it just didn't come out that great. So I had to throw that one in the trash and then I had a really great interview that I had lined up for you guys. I had an ex-pimp, drug dealer, you know, big time, big time. And y'all know who this is. Y'all know who it is. He's all over Black, Black TV. But anyway, I got there to do the interview, and this person just wasn't who they said they were. And they sent me on a wild goose chase. And I, I'm not going to lie. I lost interest. I lost interest. Um, they were like, well, you know, you don't have to fly down next time. Just call over the phone and we can do. If I wanted the interview over the phone, I would have just did that in the first place. But I wanted to be there. I wanted to be in the flesh and not only just do your interview, but I wanted to get more interviews from your camp. And if you're not who you say you are, there's no way I can get the other interviews. That's just not going to work. So I got to tell you, I lost interest, guys, and I don't even want nothing to do with that. I don't like wild goose chases. I don't. I'm not going to follow you here across town. Oh, meet me here. You know, we're supposed to be doing this interview in, in Los Angeles. How, why am I in Vegas? So I had to drive to Vegas after flying to L.A. So it was just a lot. It, it was just too much. And then this person kept stringing me along, stringing me along. And then I was seeing the lies and deception as they were coming out the mouth. But what I'm already here. So what I'm going to do? You know, I can call you on everything you're doing, or I can just scrap it, and that's it. We're never going to talk again. And that's basically what's going to happen. So I had to scrap that interview. But I do want to say that I'm going to be doing more shows. 
Um, however, the ones that I did hold on to and release, I just been waiting on them to garner a little bit more, uh, followers and listeners. So I kind of just kept it out there for a few weeks to see how it does. And I don't want to like drop something too quick. You know what I'm saying? Especially I have lost my cast, um, people. I'm going to tell you, this is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. One, because good people are hard to find. They are. They're going to come around you and be like, yeah, I'm so interested. I want to keep doing this. And and then, you know, they when you call them, they're going to be like, what? What do you mean, what? You're supposed to be here. You know, we got a show to do. So people are not going to treat this like you treat this. So that's my advice to you as a podcaster. If you're going to get into this, always be prepared to go at it on your own. And And from day one, I knew that. But you try to give people opportunities to to get out whatever they want to say. And then some people come around, they want to um, just do things that aren't conducive to your topics or your brand. We're doing mental health. A lot, a lot of times I, you know, veer off and do other shows. Like I've done uh, the Royals. Um, I got a royal expert that comes in, P. Dinah. And you can find her on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. But, you know, it's not necessarily on topic, but at the same time, it's entertaining and it's in the news. But we can't jump on everything. You know, I got some people want to do, let's do some uh, reality show reviews. Well, as it pertains to mental health, because that's why I stopped watching a lot of these shows, because everybody on there seems like they're out of their minds. And it's too easy to get caught up in that negativity every day so I just stopped you know watching a lot of those shows so there's no way I'm gonna review them so we're gonna stick to the topics we got enough to talk about right here and like I said I can do this by myself I have been prepared to go at this alone so it's not a big deal it's just always you know a good thing to have other opinions you know so you know, people can grasp onto other personalities. Everybody may not like my personality. They may not like my voice. They may like this person better or, you know, and that one better than, you know. So, hey, it is what it is. But here we go. And I just wanted to give you guys, I felt like I owed you a little explanation as to why I have not, you know, dropped anything in a while. But um, since it's mental health month, not even mental health month, it's women's month, but I always got to drop that mental health in there for women because I, I care about the women. It's our month. And at the same time, we got to keep it sane, right? So I just wanted to share some experiences with you guys and what to watch out for, right? Because it's so many people like myself. When I got into this mental health journey, I was just like, okay, I know a lot of things are happening to me and I can't explain why. Like, and, and it's, other people's behavior that I'm trying to explain, explain away or make sense of. And for the most part, you can't do that for somebody else. You just have to decide where you fit in into their madness, right? I got on here and talked about my journey a little bit. You know, I don't want to bog y'all down with all my stuff, you know, every time. But, you know, as the show progresses, we're going to get into more of my, my tea it, just as much as we get into everybody else's, right? So 
I think I did that a couple shows ago. And I stepped on some toes. That's why I say this is one of the hardest things you ever going to have to do because my own mother heard what I said and she threatened me with a lawsuit, y'all. These are crazy people I'm dealing with to think that you're going to get a lawsuit from me from being a part of my journey. You can't sue me for the truth. That's all I want to know. Is it the truth or not? Is it slanderous? If I lie, I'll give you what you want, what you're asking for. I give you all of that $4.99 because that's what you're going to get messing around with me and my truth. Because like I said, this is my journey. But, you know, it just lets me know I'm doing something right. If I'm pissing people off, I got to be doing something right. But just let me know when I'm lying. I'll allow anybody to check me over a lie. I don't have no problem with that. But I'm not on here lying about anybody. If that's my experience growing up, you just so happen to be a part of my journey. We're in the same household at the, at the time. So you, you're you part of my journey. As far as I'm concerned, don't do things that I have to bring to light. Because if you ain't do any of these things, I would have never had to talk about them, right? So I'm not even bothered. I'm unbothered, y'all. So just know that. Um, we got our, our first hater that I know of. If we got more, they ain't said nothing to me. So whatever. But things to look out for, right? It's holiday time coming up. The summertime, you're going to have a lot of friends and family over, a lot of barbecues, a lot of gatherings. And you're not going, you're going to be wondering what's going on with people, right? So I had a family member come stay with me not too long ago. Stayed for just a month, right? And we had so much fun, so much fun. Now, I consider myself somebody who can hold liquor. Um, I don't get drunk, though, because if I'm drunk, I'm throwing up. There, it, it, That's it. It's like I got a nice buzz, and I'm good. Or I'm just sick, and I'm done, and I'll see y'all tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like to get like that because that's no fun. So I feel like I have limits. And I know where I'm going with it. I'll take a couple shots here and there, just like the next person. But I'm not out here doing nothing crazy, right? So you got to watch out for these, these so-called crazy drunks. Because real talk, a lot of times, they're more crazy than drunk. And I noticed that um, when my family member came to visit, right? She was all amped up. Let's go here. Let's go there. I want you to show me the town. You know, and I didn't know she had mental illness at the time. I did it. Um, I know she drank more than me. And I just stopped drinking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I gave it up. When somebody drink more of your liquor than you, you have to quit. <laughs> you know, that's the only way out of that situation. Especially if you're supplying it. You have to cold turkey they ass. And I'm not lying. And that's what I did. So it helped me, too. I got a little cleanse in, right? So it was all good. It was a learning experience. Some good things came out of that, right? But I just didn't know the depth of her, you know, illness and how it was affecting her. I just knew that for a very long time she was on drugs. And a lot of times drugs just mask the person that you are. It hides um, who you are and how you behave, 
And if you're always drunk, we'll never know who you really are, right? So, or if you're always high off of something, we're never really getting you. We're getting the person that you've become, you know, once you're inebriated, right? So she came over and we would, you know, at first we did a little something here and there, right? You want to see the town? All right, well, come with me. I'm about to go cross town, you know, and um, you get to see this side of town today. Cool, bam. But then I noticed every day that start, started to wane. It was like at first she was all happy and, yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. But then all of a sudden, um, she uh, was just like, nah, I'm good today. I don't want to do nothing. Now, mind you, she got up every day. See, this is what can throw you off about people with mental illness or depression. I'm going into depression, right? This will throw you off about people with depression when they, what is this fish over here doing? I'm sorry, y'all. It looks like my fish is smoking an air cigarette. It's like he's blowing out bubbles. That ain't good. But anyway, all right. So it was just like, um, oh, I see what he's doing. So every day, her, her, um, her, you know, her being active, it just decreased every day. Um, you know, it was all about going out. If I invited her to a bar, yeah, hey, let's go. Let's spend my money. Come on. You know, it's one of those things. But as soon as it was like, you know, let's go and get some fresh air. Nope. The only fresh air she was getting was going out smoking on a porch. And I was like, man, she just really wasting her time. You know, you saying you want to do this, you want to do that. I'm offering it, but you're not, you're not want to go. And like I said, she would get up and get dressed every day. So that can throw you off about depressed people, but it don't last long. See, and this, if you, if you stay around people long enough, you will find out what's going on. You may not know all the ins and outs, but you're going to figure out what's going on. But she just started not wanting to go anywhere. And then she'd get dressed and just sit on the couch. And then five minutes later, she sleep. I was like, man, that's got to be a depressing life. But I didn't know um, she decided to detox and get off drugs. And, like, people ain't going to tell you that. Uh, can I come to your house for a month and get off drugs? <laughs> You're like, do I need to hide my stuff? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the first thing that go through your mind. But they're not going to tell you, oh, because I need to change. Or I'm trying to do, you know, it was just like, yo, can I come? <clears throat> you know, it was just like one of those things. Can I come through? And, you know, and I was like, well, yeah, you can come. But I had no idea that um, she was detoxing, right? I just, I didn't know that, that she was detoxing. And that's a good thing. So I embraced it. Oh, you off of drugs. We got to talk. And I said, good, good. Okay. So maybe that's why she depressed, I was thinking. Um, you know, she don't want to go nowhere. And then, but the falling asleep on the couch, you don't have narcolepsy. You don't have that. You're an able-bodied person. You're not old. Um, you're younger in spirit than you are in age even, you know, but you're not an old person. I don't consider like late fifties. I don't consider that old, you know, because when you was, you was out here walking miles for crack, you feel me? So I feel like, you know, you people get up and stand up and do things for what, what they want to, like in their best interest. So, 
you know, she kind of didn't want to do nothing no more. I was like, okay. And I started wondering, is she depressed? Because she'll just fall asleep. So then I said, well, let's get out the house, man. It was hard getting her out the house. Like the second week and a half, it was like hard to get her to go anywhere. You know, unless she wanted to go buy some cigarettes or something. You know what I'm saying? So other than that, it was so hard to get her out the house. So I did get her out the house one time. We went to go hang out, you know, with some other family. And we go over their house and, you know, we ended up barbecuing, you know, gathering, drinking, having a good time. And this is the first time I realized that she can't handle her liquor. She may be better on drugs than she is on alcohol. And maybe that's because she's overcompensating with the alcohol because she doesn't have the drugs. And she just don't know how to handle her alcohol. You know, it's one of those situations where you learn the hard way, like, wow, you can't hold your liquor, huh? And um, so she, she, we were over here hanging out, and she said, I got to go outside and smoke. I said, all right, go out the front door. So she went out the front door to smoke. While she's out there smoking, people came in, walked in the house, no problem. Did they lock the door behind them? They could have. I'm surmising that that's what happened because my cousin got locked out. So she was outside. Now, mind you, we got a ring doorbell. So it's loud. And you know, even outside of the, the doorbell, you can knock on the door. You can knock on the window. You can walk around to the patio and knock on the patio door. We got the blinds open. We can see because I just came from out there cooking. I mean, so you had many ways to get in the house. But you know what she did, y'all? And this is... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> I've been trying to mute that out, but this one I couldn't. <coughs> it came too quick. <coughs> That cough, wow. Um, so she went outside and, and she couldn't get in. Now, she was like outside. She said she rang the doorbell. Nobody heard it. We didn't even have a music up that loud. We had the TV as our music source. So it wasn't up that loud. But we was all laughing, kikiing, having a good time. And she said she was knocking on the door and she rang the doorbell. And I guess she tried to get in. I'm not even sure what she did because she peed on herself. And I went, I went by the door. I had forgot all about her that she was out there. So when I went past the door, I saw something flicker or something. So I'm like, let, let me, oh, let me see if this Diane, she's still out here. So I go out there. She's still out there. And I open the door. She comes in like, oh, my God, I had to pee. I had to pee. What are y'all doing? You ain't answered the doorbell. I said, but you could have knocked on it. First of all, you didn't ring the doorbell good. If you didn't hear it, because you know a ring doorbell, you're going to hear it outside as well. And it lights up to let you know it rang. So if you didn't do any of that, yeah, you didn't ring the bell. But why didn't you knock on the door? Why didn't you knock on the window? Why would you pee on yourself? I had to go. I said, but you could have pulled your pants down. Right, right. Sit on that for a minute. You could have pulled your pants down. You going to sit here and piss on yourself? You are a grown-ass woman. Pull your pants down. I'm just saying, we're not even at my house. So I got to get you some clothes right now. I gotta Now I got to work hard because you 
pissed on yourself. So what you couldn't get in the house? You pull your pants down. It's dark outside. You could have went on the side of the house. You could have went in the backyard. The, the gate isn't even locked. I mean, did you try? Or did you just say, I'm going to piss on myself? I said, you know what? She got more problems than I know. Because I didn't know that. I had no idea that somebody would do that. Now, I understand if you're on the road or something, or we all have accidents. But if you have an opportunity to just pull your underwear down, you should have did that because you can't get in my car pissy. I'm sorry. I'm like, so we went, you know, let her in the house the whole night. Um, thank God. Got her some clothes real quick. Throw hers in a washer. Bam, bam. Right. It was all over. But I'm just saying that to say that, you know, it was some red flags, you know, and I saw her, you know, being depressed and, and, and things like that and just being unenthusiastic about life all of a sudden. You know, the first week she was gung-ho and then it just started waning and then all of a sudden you piss on yourself, you know, and then you over here talking crazy after you piss on yourself. It takes a crazy person to do something like that because me, once I do something like that, I'm getting very little. I'm small. Matter of fact, can we go? I'm done. <laughs> you feel me? I don't want to be involved in this no more. I want to go home. You see what I'm saying? But for you to sit there and become more defiant with everybody and fight and argue, I said, oh, she can't drink. I told y'all I gave it up. When I learned I had to pay for it every time, and that was enough to make me quit. I quit today. What? Like, yeah, sorry. If you buy some, I, I might start back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I got to buy it, I quit. I quit till you leave. And I'm not playing. So that's how that went. But I'm, but just just recognize, y'all. It, it's subtleties, you know. And, and like I said, people ain't going to tell you everything. So you have to, um, sometimes you really have to pull teeth when you're dealing with people with mental illnesses. Um, I had a babysitter um, that's actually a good friend of mine. And I know their family very well. And I had no idea that the child was schizophrenic. That, that was babysitting my daughter. You know? And when you ask about this child, now this child, it's not even a child. She's a young adult. She's a young adult. She's a child to me. But she's uh, actually a grown woman with her own child. And um, now... But um, when she was watching my child, she didn't, she didn't have a child, and she was at least a few years younger. And um, so I would say probably in the 20-ish range, 20, yeah, about 20, something like that. But anyway, um, they used to just tell me that this person was a prophet. This person, you know, can know what's you know going on she could tell you like what's coming I'm not even gonna say like a psychic they called her a prophet so I'm gonna roll with that right I said really they said yeah more than one person in the family told me that like yeah 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 and I used to be like oh wow okay that's cool I mean it's nothing I can do with that information so I was just like oh awesome that's dope okay so but come to find out not only 
does this person see things? They hear things, right? Because if you have that type of illness, if you're schizophrenic, not only do you see things, you're going to hear things. You are completely delusional when you're in, in your, you know, when you're in your episode, right? But I didn't even know that. So be careful, people. Because when you have, when you're dealing with somebody with schizophrenia, I don't know uh, the, what do you call I don't know the degree of it. I'm not even, that's not something that I'm well-versed in. I've just been dealing with bipolar and ADH people come to find out. I don't think that I have dealt with somebody that has schizophrenia, or at least I don't know about it. But I don't feel safe with my child being babysat by somebody um, that hears things. But I guess that was a red flag when they said she's a prophet because she can see things that you don't see. And they weren't even talking about literally. Like, do you see that red truck right there? We all know it's no red truck. They're talking about futuristic things like in the future, you're going to have two kids or, you know what, that's a bad idea to deal with this man. Or, you know, that's what they were talking about. They weren't talking about like, you know, seeing things right in front of their face. No, but that was a red flag, but I didn't know, you know, I'm just listening like, Oh, they must know what they are talking about. Cause that's one thing about me. Listen, I don't go around looking for liars. I know people like that. I'm not that person. I'm not going around, you know, not believing people right in the door. And I've been on that other end of the stick where I'm like over explaining myself sometimes. And I'm like, why I got to do all of that? Like, do I not look like I know what I'm talking about or, or do I sound like I'm lying? And, but it, it's just some people out in this world that are highly suspicious because of the experiences that they've been through, you know? So I can't fault them for that, you know, but I just thought they were telling me the truth and, and they weren't telling the truth. She's going to be a good babysitter. She's going to do this. She's going to do that. Right? But you didn't tell me that she delusional, that she suffered from schizophrenia. She can hear things. What if something tells her to kill my child? Go get a knife. Because all these women on TV who go murder their children, something told them to do that. These aren't normal women. These aren't just happy-go-lucky normal women who are sane. These are people who suffer from whatever mental illness they, you know, they're suffering from. They're having these episodes. And when some starts telling them to do something, they listen. They never not listen. Okay, let's put it like that. I've lived in New York, and I'm going to tell you one thing. When I first moved there, all I heard about were nannies killing people's children and people getting hit by cars all day. That was the first introduction on the news every day, every day. You know, this nanny stabbed up this baby. You know, people come home, their baby's dead. Where's the nanny? You know, it was always something. So please, you know, do your homework, even when it comes to family and friends, because this was a family friend. You know what I'm saying? And this is a great person. I still have much love for this person. This person never hurt my child. But I would have liked to know that going in. Um, I probably wouldn't have done it. 
you know, but people going to hold back, you know, when it's, when they only got their best interests at heart, when they want money, when they, you know, and it ain't nothing wrong with that. We've all like omitted things on our resumes, but when it comes to somebody's child and well-being, like you need to tell the truth. You need to tell the truth. And if they don't just ask questions because that could have went the wrong way. And I kind of found, found out and I don't, you know, feel any different toward that person. And I don't hope that they feel any shame about the situation. But when they said they wasn't really getting no help for it, I, that really disturbed me. You know, people kill me sometimes when they going through a lot mentally, right? And they'll be like, I'm not taking anything. Like, oh, he off his medicine. Like, what? Okay, that's fine. We can't come around, though. There's no more babysitting if you're not on your medication. I'm sorry. And, and, and I will be the first to say that medication sometimes can make you even more crazy. It can make you loopier. It can make you worse. But you have to go through the trials when it comes to these medications. You got to find out what dosage is right for you, what you like, what you don't like. That's why a lot of times when I get people on this show, I try to get them, tell me what you're taking so I can get that word out there. Did it work? Nah. Okay. Well, let people know why it didn't work. It made you sleepy. It made you a zombie. Okay, fine. You know, but to go cold turkey, I don't know if you have that in you to do that. You know, but I'm not in the house with you. I don't know what type of episodes you have. So, you know, but just to know you're having delusional episodes is very scary. Okay, so just be careful. That's something you're going to have to watch out for. And watch out for people who lie a lot. Seriously, because people who lie a lot, they have a mental illness. They do. And I used to think it was funny. I had a friend I met in San Francisco, and um, he was a stone-cold liar. But I used, to just, I used to just think it was funny. Like, like he got to know I know this is not true. It's like a black guy telling you he's like full-blooded Italian. Like, he's got to know that I know that this isn't true. To this day, he will pull out some ID. Uh, you know what? Matter of fact, I don't even know if he has, I, I think, I don't even know if it was a state ID when I asked for it. It could have just been one of those fake IDs. I don't remember because I was a lot younger, but he used to always tell me his name is Lou Carnesco. See, if you're a sports fan, you know that that's a, a Hall of Fame coach, Lou Carnesco, right? I didn't know that. Nor do I care. You can be named after him, but you're, you just happen to be lying, okay? <laughs> this guy used to lie about everything. And when he first came around, he was throwing around a lot of money, you know, to make me be his friend, come to find out, you know? And if he can sense the slightest disappointment in your face, he tries to go bigger, like, He'll just, like, try to pull off a lie or something, and I'm looking at him a little funny, and then he goes bigger because I have a mansion. And I'll be like, come on, man. Why you lie so much? And then over the years, I've learned that this guy is not who he say he is, and he doesn't even know I know the truth. That's why I'm so happy about Facebook, because Facebook, Facebook is going to, give you the lineage of people sometimes, right? That's like the poor man's background check. You know, you get on Facebook, you look at their family members. 
Y'all got this last name. You the only one with the same, with a different last name? How is that? You know, y'all all look alike. Come to find out, this is your mom. You know? So dude lies so much, he try to make it seem like he's rich, he's this, he's that. You go over his house, it stinks like pets. You know, he had like 13 cats in that house, man. And I would say at least, um, at least 10 of them didn't live there. I mean, it was just like a cat flop house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He might as well made a doggy door for the cats. Because as soon as he opened the door, they come in, he feeds them, they hang out, they get to uh, have a baby on the couch, have a baby on the carpet, and, and, and then he just smears in the placenta and keep it moving. It just stinks. It stunk so bad, then he had two dogs. Like, you think you got the mental wherewithal to, to handle all these pets? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you, you know, but... I didn't, I never used to go to his house in California because he did not live by himself. He lived with his grandmother. So I was seeing a whole nother side of him. I was seeing something that he, you know, that wasn't his house, you know, and it was a beautiful home, but he tried to tell me that they're going to leave it to him. You know, this, that, and the third, come to find out, they don't even want you there visiting right now. Why are you there? They don't even want you there. You live in there a little bit, they don't even really want you there. Your grandmother don't really want you there. You know what I'm saying? These people, they already know who you are. They looking at me like, what you doing hanging around with this this lion? At? You know what I'm saying? So I, I figured it out. But when you see these red flags and people, just, you know, do your research. You know, I was so gung-ho just, you know, knowing people in another state that I wasn't from. You know, I was going to school there, and I didn't know anybody. So it was cool. We were hanging out, you know what I'm saying? He was a good person, but he was just a liar, you know? And it never dawned on me something was wrong with him. I just thought, oh, this guy going to lie, you know? But it was something wrong with him, so... I just wanted to get that out because it was on my mind today because I saw something on online. He posted like, yeah, you can get up with me. I'm home. Like, nah, I stopped talking to you a year ago. I'm good. You know, but it just brought it to my mind because I'm done with that type of energy. You can't lie to me no more and, and me laugh at it. I'm looking at you like I'm about to take you in to the hospital. So, all right, guys, that's it. I'll get back with y'all a little bit later. Please, uh, like, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. I put things out on YouTube sometimes, so give us a check. Give us a listen, all right? Thank you. Bye.